I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. Friends, All it right. has been a long, long time since we had our last episode. Um, we had a lot of technical difficulties using our last software, um, and we worked some stuff out. Uh, we found a new program to record things through, so fingers crossed it will work. If you're hearing this, um, I guess it has worked. And <laughs> we did say on our social media that we'd get an episode to you out on Sunday. Um, unfortunately, we had some more technical difficulties, so that didn't happen. Well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Time constraints, all that kind of stuff. But we, we're here now. Yes, that's all that's that matters. All that matters. So and today... That- we're going to be talking about the Mandalorian. Um, we know yes. we're a little late. The second season kind of came out a while ago, but because we haven't had like any content in the past couple of months or the past couple of weeks or something, we felt like this would be a nice like way to bridge the gap between you know our last couple of episodes and our uh, future plans. So yeah, this episode will be on the Mandalorian. All right. So what we're gonna what we've decided to do, we're gonna do is we're gonna just have a general discussion like we usually do for our episodes, and then at the end we're gonna go ahead and break down all of our favorite um, episodes as well as some honorable mentions, and then also a couple of our least favorite episodes. So we've already broken that all down, and we've got our list here, and we're gonna go through that with you guys at the end after we break down the show as a whole so if you're if you want to see what we think is the best mandalorian episode and the worst mandalorian episode uh stay tuned so without further ado go ahead and get started um so let's get into our kind of overall thoughts on the show so this came out um first season came out 2018 i believe a couple it was 2019 actually oh wow 2019 okay it does feel a long time ago so um i remember this is kind of like the big flagship show for Disney Plus. This was what it was releasing with, so everyone was excited for it. Um, and uh, we discussed, or I guess in the past, we discussed how uh, the show. We appreciate how it kind of, um, you know, release an episode every week. I guess. Yeah. It's kind of a nice break from you know binge watching and how Netflix, yeah. you know, they release a whole season for a show at once, and it kind of. Uh, you know, when you when you release it each uh, each week, it kind of makes it more exciting. You know, there's more hype and people get to formulate theories and stuff. So that's one thing I do like about the show. Yeah, to elaborate on that, I, I think that one of the best, one of the good things about having one episode a week or just, well, with WandaVision recently, two episodes a week, it limits the, the ability for people to uh, like spoil stuff. Because I know mm-hmm. that with Stranger Things, there were those, uh crazy uh super fans that would go and just watch the entire season and then mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with watching the entire season but they'd watch the entire season and then post spoilers on the, about the second to la- a second or second to last episode and all that kind of stuff so like you don't even get a chance to get halfway through the season before people are posting about um things so this yeah. kind of limits that kind of um circumstance and also like campbell was saying it, it gives for me personally if if something if a show that i really like post the entire season i'd be so tempted to watch two three four episodes at a time because mm-hmm. of uh, like how good it is but um i think the way when they spread it out it allows you to really take it in and enjoy the the show overall um which is what i really i really like that disney's doing that with their shows so um that's probably that's the general just a random kind of thought 
And also, um, like, it, it, my family kind of built a tradition out of it to where, like, every Friday, you know, we'd sit oh, down yeah. and watch The Mandalorian. So it was a fun thing to get together with family. Um, yeah. and, look for, and it's a thing that we could look forward to. So yeah, I do commend the show for doing that. Yep. Um, as for, like, the general, just for the Star Wars aspect of it, um, I guess yeah, you may already know I'm not that big of a fan of the uh, of the sequels. Um the I've already said in the in past episodes that uh, Disney um, I feel has kind of uh, messed up Star Wars. They didn't really have a plan uh, for the sequel trilogy, um, but I do think that the Mandalorian uh, is kind of an exception. I think they did do a good job with that, and I don't think it's Disney themselves, but I think it's whoever was in charge of um, who was in charge of planning the sequels. I don't think did a good job, but um, John Favreau and company. Um, who are responsible for the Mandalorian? I do think that they did a good job with the show. Um, it's something that I have enjoyed, and uh, yeah, I guess it's one of the bright spots uh, uh, in regards to how Disney has handled Star Wars. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I think I personally am not. I'm not entirely. It, I, there's like Kim was saying. It, it's 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 difficult because they've made so they've made a bunch of good stuff. The new Clone Wars season. I have never watched the original show, but I've heard that the new season was really good. Mandalorian, the so um, the Star Wars stories, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's it's difficult to to say that I hate what Disney's done because I think they've done a lot of good things as well. It depends on what producer you're looking at. Um, but overall, I think that I like what they've done with the show and how it's kind of a. Um, I don't know if you mentioned this, but how it's kind of a, a break from did you say that yeah when we when we recorded the last bit which um we're, we're re-recording stuff but yeah it did say it was it's a nice oh, yeah. break from all the you know because you know the, the comic jedi is like, and- it's all about jedi and the skywalker so it's cool you get to see um new planets um you kind of experience the star wars it's a different world. perspective yeah from a completely different lens from uh you know with the mandalorian and uh all that stuff instead of the, the jedi so it is a very interesting perspective, and it's some it's it's a nice palate cleanser, I guess, from from the 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 Skywalker installments. So. Yeah. Um. Even though, um. Oh, spoiler alert! The sh- this is gonna have spoilers for season one and two of the Mandalorian. Oh yeah! If you so, haven't seen it, definitely click out yeah, and then go ahead and watch those. Down. Watched it. But I mean, even though there is Luke, does come in at the end. Yeah, he um, does. Yeah. But I, I but I think that's just a little tidbit that they throw in. Um, I, it's not reliant on the, yeah, it's kind show. of like, it's kind of like a garnish over a nice meal. Yeah. And... Like just more of a reference, but, yeah. um, anyway, I think, um, I think we could go ahead and get started with talking about the, um, each season, I guess themselves. Yeah. I what will say, you, I... what do you think about each of the seasons? Well, I, I will say first, overall, I do enjoy okay. the show. I think it's a, um, oh, yeah. it's an enjoyable show. Um, and it's entertaining and I think uh yeah I, i'm just gonna say overall i i do enjoy it so yeah but both of us really liked it and we've been mm-hmm. following along and um i guess we'll to... see if they'll make another, another season because i mean it felt like the end the last uh, yeah I, I don't know we'll see what they do i'm not sure yeah, yeah. there's um, still the bo-katan and the whole mandalorian mandalore yeah. part of it which hasn't been explored so they we'll may have to just up... see yeah we'll see all right so season um, one 
Uh, another oh, before we get oh. started, I'm sorry. There's so many things. Um, I just wanted to say an, an interesting thing that this show does, which I've never, which I haven't seen that often before, is they've got like a different person directing each episode. Oh, I know. I think most shows do that. I'm pretty sure. Do they really? Yeah, like Twin Peaks. Um, there's multiple people. I think I think a lot of shows do that. I'm, I don't oh, know. I, I, just I don't watch heard, a lot. Of I had TV. never heard of it. I had never heard of it like explicitly stated. Yeah, I I don't like, watch. You know what I mean? TV, like in this, so they not. say like explicitly who directed each one. Like they might do that with other shows, but I never really really yeah. noticed that. And because, they do have a bunch of, or they make a yeah, they have um, a bunch of interesting people direct too. I know like Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard directs a few. Uh, I never knew she directed. So I mean, that's she directed cool. um, chapter four, chapter eleven. I think it was chapter four and chapter eleven. Those are the only ones that that she did. Um, but so I mean, that's pretty cool. Taika Waititi, what, what, jeez, I can never say his last name right. Taika Waititi. It, yeah, with Taika Waititi, um, directed um, chapter eight. Uh, I think he did another one. Oh, maybe he no, just did. He, he oh, just I think did he just did. The, I think he just did the last one for the first season. It's just interesting that they have some have so many different. Um, well, maybe they've had different people, but I don't think they've had so many different people's with people with other shows. And they had Carl Weathers. Um, yeah, I, I just I didn't, I'm I looking like, at that now. I didn't realize that he directed one of them because he's in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a good. I, it's very creative. I I like the the way that John Favreau took it and um, kind of went into like a different sort of um, what do you call it? A direction, which uh, yeah. we already said, but. Anyway, with all the expositional stuff out of the way, well, you guys probably want us to get into the meat of the show. Mm-hmm. What do you, what would you say was the which season did you like the most? Like enjoy the most? Oh, that's tough. I think overall, I think I enjoyed the second season better. Um, and because my main complaint with the first one was kind of how episodic it felt. I know there was like yeah. a good four or five episodes that kind of just felt, you know, very much like. We go to this planet. We do this. Oh, well, I, but I think that was a trope that kind of continued throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah. That was in the second one as well. But in the first one, it was definitely a lot less subtle. Like they had the oh, prison break true. episode. They had the um, the defend. Yeah, the it kind of started to come Samurai. together more to the end. Yeah. So it like, was I kind of like the, the first. Four. Yeah. Like the first couple were about the main story. And then they had like four or so that were kind of side quests. And then the last couple were yet yeah, directly tied to the story. So. I don't know. That was one thing I didn't really like. I didn't like those like uh, side quest episodes, but I do think yeah. that, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. At some points, it does. The first se- season does seem like there's a lot of episodes that are just like it didn't feel entirely like it didn't continuous. feel cohesive, cohesive. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I mean was I think that was intentional. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was, it was a little. It's just a it, little thing. It was intentional. And I think the thing about the second season is that while there were side quests, they still had to do with the main story. Oh, Whereas yeah. Like they, it was, they felt it, like they had to do with the main story. It wasn't like a distraction. The only exception for that, of course, is um, the passenger, which is... We'll, we'll get into, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll get get into, into that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who do you... Besides the Mandalorian, um, I, I know I'm kind of treating this like an interview. I just, I'm trying to get some uh, good discussion <laughs> going. Um, who would you say is your favorite character besides Mando? Um, hmm. 
I do like Mando. Probably Boba Fett, actually. That doesn't count. Uh, I mean... You it, can't... I, that doesn't count. He's not a Mandalorian character. Well, I know, but, like, when he showed up, I was just... Okay, like, whatever. like, what? Boba um, Fett? I liked... Even though he was kind of in a minor role, I liked, um... Uh, the Marshall guy. Oh, yeah, he... Oh, yeah, yeah, he was... He was cool. He was an interesting character. He'll, um, he'll probably all, come back. Yes, I really liked him, and I like yeah, I cool. um that was one of my um without saying too much, I want to save some things for the end. But that I like I really like that episode with the, um with him. That one was directed by John Favreau, and I like Queel. Um, I thought Queel was a fun. Uh, character. Who is that again? You know the the little guy that they meet in the first one, and he dies. But oh he, yes, yeah that the I have That's spoken I guy. I have spoken. Yes, yeah, I cool. do like him. I forgot about him. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, kind of like a um. I hate to say it because we're always talking about how it's a different direction, but he's kind of like a, a Yoda mentor kind of figure for or um, yeah, Mando. like helper. I mean, he's more of a helper than a mentor, I guess. But well, he kind of well, he kind of showed him. Yeah, um, he showed him how the lay of the land, I guess. And I think he changed his kind. He did a lot more than just teach him things. Like I think there was a a, a, a significant mm-hmm. like change within Mando from meeting him. Yeah, um, I do like. I he was cool. Um, Grogu, how can we forget? Oh my gosh! I don't um, know. I mean, how do you feel about the name? I don't know. We call him Baby. It Yoda was for kind so of, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they should have. Everybody's going to continue to call him Baby Yoda. If they wanted to go with Grogu, they should have said something from the beginning. But it did uh, have I a can, level of suspense. I've kind of accepted it by now. I just call him Grogu. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, like he's he's in the back of my mind. He's always going to kind of be Baby yeah. Yoda. He's cool. Or the um, child, I guess. The child. That was what they were calling him officially before yeah. they called him Grogu. But um, no, I, I always liked that. And I thought it was the, the little bits where he would be getting into things. Mm-hmm. Those were like, yeah, um, fun. And and like there was that kind of I like the father son relationship with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mandalorian and um, the child Grogu. I always Baby thought that Yoda. was kind of sweet because it was it was it, it kind of showed like, like a little bit of um you wouldn't expect someone like a Mandalorian to be so like like they're always supposed to be so cool and like mm-hmm. blow up stuff but then he's got this like a, a deep like a, emotional connection with Grogu yeah which I, I really liked um what's his name why is the name slip in my mind um Pedro Pascal oh yeah uh, I don't know. He's I really I, I kind of I like I like him, even though um, it, it, surprisingly he's not in the suit. I mean not not too surprisingly, but he's not actually in the suit too often. Oh, he's not. Yeah, I didn't know that. There's two other guys that go with him. I I can't remember their names, but oh, they like stunt are doubles, kind of. Yeah, yeah, and they go and they wear the suits. You can I, I've heard that you can tell when you watch the episodes because they kind of they both don't have their distinct walks, but there's. They have mannerisms that fit mm-hmm. with each, that are their own, and you can kind of tell when uh, Pedro's in there, and then when the other two guys are in there because they kind of act they kind of act a little bit different. Like the guy that's in it with the marshal, I think it's a black guy that plays that's in the suit, and he's a little bit he acts a little bit different than Pedro and the other guy. Wait, does um, is Pedro only there when they take his helmet off? Um, no, not necessarily. I think sometimes on the more detrimental episodes, like on the uh, I don't know, and on some of like I think on like Sanctuary. Where they're not doing a whole bunch of like oh, yeah. stunts. Okay. 
So for the stunts, it's, a, it's basically the other guys. The, the stunt yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he does, and he does the voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen anything else with Pedro Pascal in it. I know he's in. He's in. He was in Wonder Woman. Yeah, in Game of Thrones. He's in um, Narcos. I'm seeing him all. Okay, this is unrelated, but he is all over TikTok. All the girls on TikTok <laughs> are like obsessing over him, and I'm kind of getting getting swayed into the. Um, the obsession the just from seeing obsession. the clips on t- i'm just from seeing the, the clips on tiktok and um everything like he mm-hmm. he's I, I like his um oh he was in the um what's that one he plays like a cowboy a, like a texas like southern character in um that movie with all the guys and they're like they're not assassins but they're like it's almost like a jeez what's it called um I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure, I'll remember what it was, but I like him as an, I think he's good. And, and, um, I'd never really seen anything of him before this, but I yeah, like me, the way he plays. Either, yeah. he, he's very, uh, cool. Yeah. He's I've a cool, seen interviews and cool stuff guy. like that. Um, Kingsman, the golden circle. Oh yeah. 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 He's fun, huh. it's funny. Cause he plays like a, uh, he plays like a, like a cowboy, like Southern kind uh-huh. of character. Um, but those are the, his big things is Wonder Woman, King, Kingsman, this, and then um, Narcos, and then Game of Thrones. I've yet to but, see Wonder um, Woman. Yeah, I, I'm not really, I'm not too blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we're going all over the place here, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I also think that when Disney Plus started first making shows, I don't know why I thought that I was under this impression, but I was kind of worried it wasn't going to be as big as like the movies and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Maybe. I thought it was, I mean, I, I didn't think it was going to be low budget, like basic, but I thought it wasn't going to be with it being a TV show. I wasn't sure what to, what I was, what we were going to get. Cause I, we have never really had a big, um, before I say this, I don't want to be missing something. Well, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Cause like, Age we've never had Shield. a really big live action, um, star Wars show. We've yeah, had star Disney. Stuff. I mean, we've had Marvel and all that kind of stuff, but they've always been kind of, I mean, they're oh, good, weird. but like, no, they've they never been like, low. They're like Agents of Shield and all that. Where those were kind of they never tied in with like the main ones, and then they were just kind of. And it wasn't. Tacky. And it wasn't. It didn't really get to to the mainstream. Like it wasn't as popular as this. I never expected this to be so. Yeah, there's big. never been a Star. I mean, the animated ones, but yeah, live action. Oh yeah, the, I, we've never had like a really big live action Star Wars show. So I was a That's bit true. skeptical at first, but I think that it, it just came out really well. Um. I was I'm like literally contemplating they made a Star Wars they made a Landalorian rifle nerf gun. <laughs> and I'm like debating with myself over whether I should pre-order it. That and the helmet. The helmet is um, pretty cool. But that doesn't come out until next like this I was going to say next, but this October and it's already sold out. Oh dang. They're making a you know the black series stuff? Uh-huh. The like the lightsabers, they're making one for um Mandalorian's helmet and stuff like that. Uh, um but no i i think it's just crazy that it's gotten so big mm-hmm. it was like the number um, I, I i read something it's like the number one uh stream show or something this year i don't oh, know yeah I might be wrong but i wouldn't I saw be surprised like that. yeah that sounds about right to me um but yeah i, I think it's just a, a well-rounded um put well put together show yeah it's like it's um, not it's not too safe but it's not like 
you know, it's it's comfortable. So it's not it's, trying to do too much. I think yeah, that yeah, was exactly. a big issue with the with the um, what do you call it? The uh, the sequ- the sequels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were trying to do a lot, and it got it started to get um contrived and all over the place, and, and, and it I, knows it just it knows what it wants to like. Exactly. Oh yeah, there's what, there's what a clear direction, which yeah, I really love. A clear direction. Yep. Um, I think uh, what is what was I gonna say? Could have swore there was something else I was gonna um. We can go into the you know our top five. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's what I was I was about to segue into it. I know we're being a little bit um general it's hard to get into the specifics because there's so there's mm-hmm. so much um but we'll we'll get into those when we start talking about the uh the episodes yeah so uh without further ado uh, we're gonna go in go ahead and go into um our honorable mentions mm-hmm. and um we'll provide refreshers because honestly i couldn't tell you i before we went through these we uh, we couldn't even remember which episode was which exactly like we remember the stuff but we couldn't pick out each episode so we'll break down break them down real quick um so before we get into our top five, we have three honorable mentions in no specific order. Um, Campbell, you want to you want to introduce the first one? Um, so our first one is the Jedi, uh, which is the first one with Ahsoka. Um, I guess this is an honorable mention purely for the fact that I mean it has Ahsoka, and in, in her first like live action appearance, I'm not yeah. a huge fan. Like I, I don't I've never watched the Clone Wars, but it was still a really cool episode. And also, this one gives you a lot of backstory on Grogu. Uh, you learn his name, um, and there's this cool action. Uh, you know, when Mando goes to the city and teams up with Ahsoka. So it was it was a solid episode. Yeah, I, I think it was pretty. Um, I mean, I've never watched the Mandalorian. Just like you, I know, I'm I'm like I'm basically, I don't know. It's like it's like heresy in the in the Star Wars <laughs> um, community, which I said the first time we watched. We would talk about Star Wars back yeah. last year in the first step, very first podcast. But um, I've been meaning to watch it. I've been trying to go back and and do it. But I mean, it's there's so much. I've just got to I've just got to dedicate um, some time to watching it. But even I, so, who was never really a big big into the um, Clone Wars, I thought it was pretty sick that she was in the in it. And I think they picked the perfect actress. I think she portrayed the from what I know about the character. I think she portrayed the character well. I like the connections that they brought back to um, Anakin. That was kind of that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, and then I, it was a nice and it was one that was it was kind of self contained because the yeah. whole episode was kind of on that planet. Yeah, um, fighting against that um, magistrate lady. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and you get the Thrawn uh, name drop, I guess. Oh yes, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I guess he'll appear. There's later. rumors that he's um, that Robert Downey Jr. is coming to play a character, like a villain. Huh? And they're saying that they're saying that it might be he might be playing him. That'd be interesting. I, I don't know if it would be a good fit necessarily for him. I mean, I wouldn't. I, don't know I wouldn't imagine that. Like, that's not the first thing that comes to my mind. But that'd be. Yeah, that'd be I, but there are there is they are saying that he's coming to play a villain in an upcoming hmm. season. They're, and they're, they're, people are theorizing that it's going to be him. But um, we, we don't know yet. yet. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I think one of my favorite things about that episode was... Um, I think it was, it was one of the first... I think Was that the first time we kind of got like lightsaber stuff in this? Yeah, I, yeah, that was, yeah. 
Yeah, it was like the biggest time with the like lightsabers. And then if you're big on science fiction, there's another um, someone else you might recognize. Um, what's his name uh, from Terminator? The actor and that from plays, Aliens, uh, right? Is he an alien? And he's in Aliens. Um, gosh, every time we do this, <laughs> I, I, I'm not good with names. I can't remember the actor's name. Um, but he is from Terminator and Aliens, so... Wait a minute, uh, Michael Michael Bean Bean Bean. I can't remember how to pronounce his last name, but he plays Kyle Reese in um, the Terminator, and then he's one of the guy, one of the main main guys in Aliens. I, hmm. I always liked his character in um, those movies. Campbell was watch. I remember Campbell was watching this episode, and he yeah. <laughs> was he was like, "There's a guy you'll recognize," and then he came on screen, and he's gotten so old, and I was like, "Wait oh. a minute, oh my gosh, is that him?" But so that was kind of cool for me. So, yeah, all right. Overall, solid episode. Yeah, um, yeah. Next Move up, um, we have um, the Mandalorian, which is basically the pilot. The pilot. Um, we put this in here for obvious reasons. Introduction of the character. Um, I thought that his entrance was neat. Um, what else? I can't remember how that episode like ended. Well, I think. I mean, of course, it introduces all the he, characters. He first like he that. first introduces the characters, and then and then there's that kind of introduction to oh hey there's his a, mission, and he has to buy like yeah, and his his mentor and everything. So, and I think this one is uh, an honorable mention because while it's not like like revolutionary or anything, I think it sets a really good tone for the show. It's a very good, it's a solid introduction to all the characters and how kind of this world works. Um, you get some memorable like this is the way stuff. Um, oh gosh. So yeah, it, it, <laughs> so it, it it kicks off the show um it's memorable and i think it does it it establishes the you know the western type tone how it's kind of different than everything anything we've seen before so i yeah, do think it's a very really, solid really episode cool. there's not much else to talk about beyond that yeah. one um and we're not going to go deep into it because it's an honorable mention but that was a yeah. good solid episode i remember watching it the first time i thought he was pretty cool mm-hmm. um the next, the last honorable mention is the child, which is the episode right after this one, chapter two. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, the Mandalorian. The the pilot ends with him finding Baby Yoda. Does he? Oh, he does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he yeah, had yeah. gotten to found it. Found so it, yeah, so it builds it builds intrigue with him finding Baby Yoda. And yes. Like, oh, what is this like? Because no one expected that. Because did they I reveal remember... it? In no, the, they, the in any of the trailers, they never revealed anything. No, about I'm Baby saying Yoda. like in ch- at the end of chapter one, did it? I yeah, yeah. They I kind of sh- remember it cutting off before you see who he is. I think they sh- they show them like their fingers touching. I remember that. Oh yes, I remember that's that what shot. it was. Um, but yeah, they reveal Baby Yoda. So it, again, it builds in this kind of intrigue about like who who is this? What's going to happen? Yeah, um, yeah. So the child, the second episode. I like this one because you know you you get some more time with Baby Yoda and you kind of figure, um, you know, Mando kind of builds his relationship. Um, and then there's that the- part. Sorry, you continue. Oh yeah, with the Jawas and. Yep. Um. Him. I, that was entertaining. And then they fight the yeah. sand monster, and Baby Yoda kind of, you know, helps him. I think it's a, it's an entertaining episode. It it introduces more of the dynamics between Mando and Grogu. Um, yeah. And I think it was a necessary episode because that. Um. I mean, I guess we'll get into it later, but you know, that kind of uh, gives us you know the reason for why he decides to go back for the child because it saves his life against yeah and there's like that that he's interested to find out like what the heck like with the whole thing when he uses the force against the um the i don't even know what you'd call it that 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 monster thing 
the uh like bull i'm not even a, like a bull it was, it, i don't know it was weird yeah um but he uses the force and he had never seen anything like that before so there's like that intrigue um with that um so do you want to do you want to do the worst episodes next um why don't we do the five best and then we can do the worst at the end okay okay yeah, yeah 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 we'll conclude with the uh, worst episodes okay so next up we have um we can introduce you can well you can go ahead and um introduce right. the number five out of our um top five favorite episodes yeah so our my our fifth favorite episode is chapter three the sin um this is the episode where mando decides uh, to go back he he's originally he sells the child to the guy werner herzog or whatever and then this is the one where he decides to go back um and he kind of raids their base steals him and it gets out and then there's that whole um confrontation with all the other mandalorians at the end um but the reason yeah. we have this as one of our top five favorite ones um is because this kind of kicks off the entire um this puts the whole plot into when motion. he's on the run yeah, he he's on the run, and then he makes this decision. He has this emotional or this uh, changing character to where he decides, you know, I'm gonna abandon, or not abandon, but, um, you know, he's gonna go against his kind of his code, um, and, uh, rescue the child out of you know his own compassion and stuff like that. Yeah, so. I think that was. I mean, once again, we've kind of the honorable mentions were the first two episodes, and now number five is the third episode. I mean, chapter three. Um, so there's a there's obviously a pattern here. Yeah. Um, those first three episodes are—it's a big introducing the character of the man of Mandalorian, and and then introducing the child, and then kind of develop the, seeing their relationship develop and seeing him um, change his ways is mm -hmm. very interesting um, and fun to watch. Uh, especially that I really like the scene when he goes in and he's like fighting all the stormtroopers to like break out. Um, yeah, that was cool. The child, um, and then there's. Gosh, it's been so it's been so long since I've um seen this episode. But is that the one the uh Carl Weathers character at that point is pretty well established, isn't he? Yeah, I think or he someone. like goes, he goes against him. Again, I haven't seen this in like a, a Oh, he does, first he does came out. Him, he doesn't want him to do it and then he does it anyway. He goes and like Yeah, he goes against him too, yeah. So And then um there there's that whole like confrontation between the um, who's the bad, the bad old guy? Uh, the, the white guy, Warner Herzog. Yeah, there's like that whole. They have like that um, standoff at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's like all the stormtroopers are standing around him, and then he ends up uh, winning and and um, bringing mm -hmm. him back. I think that was really that was really cool. And then he goes on the run, and you're like, what the heck's gonna happen next? So I um, think this one, yeah, this one just really it put everything in motion. This is kind of like that impetus that. You know kicks the the show off and yeah. i think that's where again that's where my complaints with the first season come in because you know the first three episodes are really solid they really push the plot and then the next four or so or three or so are just like episodic side missions yeah um, so i think that that kind of like how good this episode is kind of um or how my disappointment for the next couple of episodes kind of stems from how good this one is yeah, it, it set up a bunch of expectations, I think, and then it yeah. kind of subverted them after that with um, um, some of the ones after that. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, so that was num that's uh, number five on our top five. So yep. number four, which I already mentioned, so I'll introduce, um, is the Marshall Chapter Nine, the, the season two premiere episode. 
um, directed by John Favreau, which is actually one of the um, only ones that he, I think that is the, yeah, it is the only, only one. one that he, that's the only one he directed, which maybe that's why one, it's one of my personal, fa- I think this one's probably one of my personal favorites. Um, if not my personal favorite, I really liked the character of, um, he had a name. He wasn't the marshal. Cannot remember. Oh, his name's like Cobb Vanth, I think. Cobbs something, Cobbs. Timothy I, I, we, look, we look so. <laughs> <laughs> we did not do our research, but yeah, I think his name was Cobb Vanth. But um, he's he's cool, and it, then you got that tie-in with like um Boba Fett. Oh yeah, when he comes in with the armor, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's armor. You I, thought it was Boba Fett at first, I, didn't you? Oh yeah, at first because I didn't like it was just <laughs> right when I saw it, I was like, oh, no. My gosh, but it, as Fett. soon as I saw him, I was like, that dude is way too skinny. Yeah, you couldn't tell how little, bony he, he was. Did, yeah, he did look a little off. Um, um, but I thought that was fun. I thought it was funny when he came in because it's like you're expecting this like because he says that there's a guy that wears mandalorian armor mm-hmm. and then this guy comes in and he's clearly at least clearly to some people clearly not boba fett um and he walks in and it's like how the heck did this dude end up get because immediately i was like this guy didn't kill boba fett like he's a little, there's no way he seemed a little at first I, I was like yeah at first i was like what like it seems like a dude that just found the armor and he walks uh-huh. in and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm Mister. I'm in charge." And I'm like, he seemed like almost like a drunkard. Yeah, like that's what I got from him at first. But then it, there's this whole, and this is the one of the, even though it's kind, of, this is self-contained too. I think I said, yeah, this. I, that's definitely the biggest strength of how, like, you know, it's it's the story. It's a very self-contained story. Yeah, so. and there's like the whole thing about him having to go kill this like sandworm thing and mm-hmm. then there's t- and then you get to see a side of the Tux- tuscan raiders that you've never seen in the other movies because they're always kind of just uh like imps. they're kind of they're just presented as like villains or it's just yeah. like weird like monster things but you know they're just normal they're they're, they're just doing what they have yeah to they're do, trying you know? to live live to survive and all that kind of stuff yeah. and i thought that, that was, was cool. really neat yeah um, I, but but yeah i think that and then that thing at the end where they team up and then there's that whole like thing where man though is like does Mando? I can't remember. There was so much back and forth. Which one of them like went in? He went into it and then blew it up. Mando. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was cool, and I, I think that whole their relationship was really neat. Um, I was kind of not disappointed because they kind of they they did a good job continuing it all like forward. But I think it would have mm-hmm. been neat to see him come back in some way at some point. Oh yeah. Um, I was kind of expecting him to pl- have a more direct role, but I think that it, it was still good nonetheless. Because th- I'm excited mm-hmm. to see if they'll bring him back in um, the next the next season. He'll have to get some new armor or something. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, because both... yeah. So yeah, th- this one definitely it benefits from being so self-contained um, because I don't know. I, I don't blame it for not like directly tying in with the rest of it because it's. You know, it's the start of the second season, so they kind of oh, have yeah. to, um, you know, give us a little refresher. You're not going to jump right into it. Yeah. Oh, so. it, it it does start. Remember, it starts with um, him going to that that little town with the wrestling uh, Gamorian guards, and he like finds that dude. Remember? Well, he's just trying to look for more Mandalorians at that point, isn't he? No, no, no. no, no. It, it directly opens. Remember, with him going into that place, not not Tatooine or wherever that is. Oh, um, oh, oh. Going into that uh, like CD place, 
and there's these guys wrestling and stuff and then he oh uh, yes oh yes that opening and then he, was so cool yeah and he hangs him he hangs that him hangs on that, that like, guy light, and, then and those like dog come. dog aliens yeah. come out and get him i completely forgot about that yes that was that was really cool yeah nice opening it was a cool opening um yeah i completely forgot about that um but yeah the marshall solid episode number four on our top five probably one of the most um, rewatchable ones as well oh definitely and i think mm-hmm. you could watch that episode and really it doesn't really yeah you could just watch it. Oh, so let's, much. let's just watch mandalorian yes yes if i went to back to watch it i'd definitely be that one yeah so okay we're in our top three now can we want to introduce this one since i did the last one yes yeah, so our number three our uh, third best episode is redemption which is the finale of the first season uh, directed by Taika Waititi. Yeah, I think this one, I, I've really, at this point, they had brought back, I liked what they did with um, IG-84. That droid. <laughs> IG something. <laughs> See, that's, I don't know, I can't remember the actors' names, I can't remember simple characters' names, but droids and, like, blasters, for some reason, it just, uh, it just clicks with me. But I think it's not called, he's called, I, it's called an IG-84. Yeah, but, so he, the assassin droid from the first one, so he comes yes, back. Yes, and he kind of, he turns around because the, um, the uh, little little alien guy fixes him up. Yeah. And he it's becomes kinda, like a, a protector. It's kind of sad. You know, he sacrifices know. himself at the yeah. end. It's, and he's voiced by... Um, Taika. T- Taika. Um, but I think... I, I like that part where he sacrifices him at, at the end, himself at the end. And there's so much that happens in that episode. I, I can't even begin to... You get, you get the first face reveal of Mando as well. Mando revealing his face to... Um, the ig84 mm-hmm. um because he got it it got injured and all that kind of stuff and then there's that part with the boat and there's that suspense of them coming out the end and then there's yeah. like that whole thing and the like, black oh, saber or the dark dark saber oh dude yeah i think that's what they yeah. call it dark saber, that was yeah. cool because I, I think that's been in other things mm-hmm. yeah, um definitely. Anyway, i think it was in clone uh clone wars there's also reference i think there's been some references in this to um uh rebels oh if yeah i'm not yeah. mistaken like Thrawn. But once again i never watched either of those shows so i didn't really get a, a big kick out of some of it and didn't even get some again get some of the references sorry guys i know you must be so disappointed <laughs> but um, i think what what kicks this one up to number three is this is definitely a high point this is the highest point for season one and i guess because yes. it's the finale but i mean in reality and it's that, still like, the the most exciting uh, point of season one and you and know there's just gotta, so much stuff in it yeah and i think up until this point um who's the main bad guy the that guy the um moff gideon uh, moff gideon that's yes yes moff gideon you up until this point he was kind of more of a uh you didn't really get a big a really good glimpse well, I mean, I mean you got a glimpse he, of him, but he, he was i think he had a much he i think this is his biggest role in like the whole the whole thing well, this is the first episode he's like really, really in because he was in the yeah, end yeah, of yeah. episode seven, and then it was like the cliffhanger, and then he's and then yeah, you know, he's kind of like just in the backdrop and like been talked about up until this point. Yeah, yeah. And this is where you really get a big, you really get a glimpse of him and like see who he is because then there's at the end of chapter seven, that's where they're like held up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In the bar, um. So you really get a good glimpse of him, um, as a character, as a villain. He was really cool. Um, the Here, let's, thing with the tie fighter let's talk about him because i don't know what do you think about him as a villain because i mean he's okay he's, I, think, I think he's i think he's okay i don't 
He's never been really compelling, though. He's just kind of he's not super guy. compelling, but I think I mean he fits with the show, and I think I mean he does. Like he's compelling enough, you know. He's a like compelling he, enough for the show. I mean, he's not he's no Darth Vader. Yeah. He kind of looks he's like very, Darth Vader. Yeah, I, I could say I like that. Apparatus I mean, he's just wearing thing. he's just wearing um Yeah, that apparatus. Death well, I think he's just wearing he's honestly just wearing Death Trooper armor. Yeah, he's he's not super compelling, but he's I not crazy he's not crazy, but I think he's pretty he's pretty cool. There's times when um I, I think his biggest his strongest point is like In the finale. Yes. And also his like I think his 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 the parts where he's like his dialogue and like if his, you, sometimes he'll do those speeches and stuff like that at certain points. What's funny about so the actor Giancarlo Esposito, he's yeah. like super stoic in the role. Like he's very like level headed, you know. But that's, if you yeah, watch, yeah, if you watch this movie called Night on Earth, I watched it uh, over break. He's in one of the scenes and he's like the complete opposite. So it's just yeah. really it's really funny. Um, if you want to see him in, in like a complete opposite role, but yeah, he, yeah. I think, I think he's interesting enough. He's not, he's an interesting character. If he was too, I think if he was too like different, that might've been a little distracting. I don't know, but yeah, I think he was a break from the, yeah. the, um, teenage, uh, tantrums yeah, of Kylo Ren and yeah. the like, um, like Darth Vader being really intense and stuff. I think he was a good, um, he was different. Kind like of you like said, he was very, very uh, stoic and um, just kind of ominous. Uh, yes. Ominous, kind of like Krennic from Rogue One. Yes, yes, kind of definitely similar, similar because they're both like kind of they're not a major like um, character, but they're still pretty, uh, pretty important in their yeah. own respective um, positions. Pieces. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So yeah, but, he's um, no, he's I, he was cool in that episode. I really liked the way they put everything, tied everything together at the end. Um, it was kind of a finale, but wasn't a finale because it's like we still got to figure out where um, we're going to take um, the child. Oh, yeah. Uh, finding his heritage and or his home. Yes. And, and there's that. A, yeah. I think that was really is neat how they and they also at that point, they kind of took over the town, too, because they. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then she becomes the marshal. Liberated it. So, yeah, I think that was a really, really solid episode. Number three. Um, high point. Definitely the high point of season. one. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. All right. So number two on our list the, uh, is the tragedy, which is the chapter fourteen. It's the uh, one, two, three, four, five, sixth episode in the second season. Um, yeah, right before you're kind the of winding. This is like the big. This is the first one that kind of starts because those last three episodes of the second season are kind of are they're pr- they're pretty. Almost like a, a, yeah, they're they're and they're all connected, to, like almost like entirely. So we know this um, one. We're starting to head towards the end, like the conclusion. Like we're kind of gathering the pieces to head to the yes. finale of the season. Um, the biggest part about this is he's taking Grogu to go to the because what's um because Ahsoka told her to take told him to take care of him to the um to Tith 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 Tithar Tithor. The planet with the, the rock. The planet thing. with the spoke, the pokey yeah. rocks. I saw I, when so, I watched it. This is so bad. I called it Weathertop when I saw it. It reminded me of Weathertop from Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, that's fair. I I know we're we're just trying to scrape along here in terms of names. <laughs> I, I'm so bad at we're so bad at names. But yeah, they we'll go watch to this, the if we watch the season some more, we we'd probably get a, a, better at knowing the names. But yeah, they, he goes to the, he goes to the 
pokey rock planet and t- puts yeah. Rogu on the thing. And then um and Boba you see Fett, a, you see a ship come in and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I've seen that ship before." Exactly. Yeah, that was oh crazy. Gosh. What? There's oh, so man. many there's so much like suspense in this episode. Yeah, yeah, cuz like he's Oh, and then it, oh, I guess we'll get to the ending later. But yeah, Boba Fett comes in and then you see the stormtroopers start coming in. Um, you get and, intru- introduced to the uh, the dark troopers. Yeah, they I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them. I think <laughs> yeah, they I, put I mean, them up to be like these crazy things, and then they look kind of gimmicky, and then they're just kind of you know. Yeah, they were basically like just um, hyped just, up, um, like cannon fodder things. I don't know. They weren't yeah, very. I mean, they, they were. were I mean, they were. They were kind of. They were kind of ooh, but like yeah. not that big a deal. Um, but, um I mean, the ship. The the uh, the ship gets blown up. Oh man! That all was... those kids, all those kids that bought the Razor Crest Lego set. <laughs> That's, oh just my gotta... gosh! Just gotta take it apart again, and it'll be um. You know, you just get the set and then don't put it together. Then it'll be more <laughs> accurate. Yeah, um, and then that was crazy. That caught me off guard. The only thing is, I I had that spoiled for me. Oh, uh, I didn't. So I, I don't know why had... they did that. Why would they do that? Like I don't know. It just seemed that was the only thing I ever got spoiled. Um. I think throughout the whole season, because I had the to point? take a break. What was the point in getting rid of or destroying his ship? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was just to be to increase the bond between him and Boba Fett and oh yeah, because the then the he group. has to be in the slave one and because if uh, there was two ships, it wouldn't really be um, like they'd split up and you wouldn't be yeah. able to get those kind of like moments like they had on Slave One. Still though, I mean, it's kind of sad that they blew. It. I mean, yeah, with that ship I mean, since the first for the first season. So yes, I know that sad. was sad. It was so cool too. And honestly, okay. in the world of Star Wars, it's kind of like, um, it's got that same kind of like Millennium Falcon kind of thing, where yeah. it's like it's not like a not as much, but like still kind speeder. Of. It kind you know of looks like a like a like a World War One or World War Two like, like a bu- it looks it gave me it, the whole time it was giving me like bus energy like I felt it seems like a space bus kind of yeah or it reminded me of like it a was jet, never like it never sounded jet. so it never seemed really like cool I mean it was yeah. cool but it was cool because it was the Mandalorian ship and stuff but I think in the world of Star Wars that ship was not really kind of utilitarian almost. yes 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 yes. It was a cool ship, and then it kept, it kept getting like messed up and messed up, like oh as God. like the second season, like they're, um, like it just kept when he on crashes getting... it into the water. Yeah, and then he, he like fixes he's like right it, about to land it. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, it was at a pretty low point, and then I guess it was it was it was on its it. last leg anyway. It was put out of its misery. Um, but um, no, that was that... cool, and they take they take Grogu. Yeah, that's the the big surprise at the that end. That was the, the tragedy. That is the tragedy. Let's talk Boba about Boba Fett, Fett though. Boba Fett. That oh. was amazing. I thought you didn't even recognize him when they introduced him at the beginning at the end of episode. Oh nine. no, don't don't talk about this. No, listen to me. I'm going to tell everyone this <laughs> no. right now. Campbell here didn't even recognize that that was Boba Fett. Yeah, cuz he, he just he's bald and then I just, I never it's it's Django. It's it's literally Django. I mean, I never, I know, I didn't know it was commonly known. And it was on Tatooine, and um, yeah, I know. I just didn't watch any of the like the these videos talking about like. I didn't watch any videos either. I thought it was. I literally thought it was. Uh, you I guys didn't... leave a comment or something. Instagram at the real real geeks. If you're not following us there already, we've got um, information like, regarding new episodes, all that kind of stuff. Leave a comment on the post 
for this episode. Did you know that Boba Fett was alive before watching? Um, or send us a D- actually send a DM. We don't want to spoil things. Send us a DM if you knew Boba Fett was alive before this, because I thought this was common knowledge. Maybe I'm just maybe it's just me. I mean, if, if he if was alive, if, if that was him, what are you saying? No, I'm saying like if because I think the reason you didn't think it was him at first is because you thought he was dead, right? Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I know. I just want like people. Him. I just want to know if other people yeah. knew that he was alive before watching this because I'd known that for years. I just oh, I know there's all, was... there's all that stuff with him, you know, escaping out of the Sarlacc pit. But I mean, I didn't know if that was like official. I mean, I didn't know if yes. we ever see. Yeah, I, 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 I accepted that. it, but I didn't know if we'd ever see like the outcome of that. You know? That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I apologize, Anyways, but still, it. he didn't recognize him first. But um, no, he's cool, and I think um, it's you see a whole new side of him. Yeah, he's because he, remember he's he's just a man making his way through the galaxy. You know, he has yeah, to be, and I, he just has yeah. to do what he has to do. He doesn't like he's not bad. He's just you know trying to make some money. So, and I thought it was interesting that he fixes up his stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think for the first time in his life, he was actually <laughs> I read that somewhere because I was wondering why he had done that. What the general consensus was that, like, for the first time in his life, since having that like suit, he was able to actually sit down and fix it up. Mm. Because before he was kind of all over the place, working for the Empire, working for Darth Vader, lost the suit, but now he gets it back, and there's kind of that sense of completion. Yeah, and I think that was why he he and also him wanting to have a new start, kind of with things. And he has that um, giant staff, and he just smacks that was, all the. Yeah, that was cool. Because, like, you, you, I mean, you, you had to see him make do without being, without using his suit the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, him, so he had gotten used to using that um, staff. So, it's kind of, it, it was just a cool moment when you see him show up and he has the jetpack, and he's like, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was a good way of tying it into the original thing without being so too contrived. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's a, he's a big character, but up until this point, I mean, if you think about it, he had literally like he had a, a, some he had screen time in Empire Strikes Back, and he was like really cool. But he was kind of um, there wasn't much like character development in anyway. Oh, he was just absolutely not. There was no character development. He was just yeah, and he probably had like four minutes of speaking in total. So and then and then in Return it, of the Jedi, he just he literally gets accidentally knocked into the Sarlacc pit. It's kind of weird to think how popular he is, given how like because he was literally just popular little... because he was cool. He had no character development whatsoever, yeah, but he was just cool. popular because he looked cool and had a jetpack. And he, if if he, and it was good for like the toys and stuff. Yeah, so this is literally the most he's ever done in Star Wars. Like, I mean, yeah, he has had more in this in Star Wars than I mean than anything else, which and is pretty he'll get crazy. A show soon, apparently. Yes, you watch the, the the book of. The book what of Boba Fett. <laughs> I think that was called. It was called something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, the book. Yeah, I think that's what it was called. The book of Boba Fett, um, um, which will come out sometime later. Yeah, that will be. Interesting. I think they said sometime this year or next year. I can't remember exactly, but that'll be nice. Yeah, I do have a Boba um, Fett shrine in my room. I have like oh the Lego He's slave one. He's got the big one. Lego slave one, and, and then just I have got... the helmet. Yes, I used to have a poster, but it's in Jameson's room now. My brother, but and I've got the shirt. Yeah, Boba Fett's pretty cool. Yeah, Boba Fett's cool. I like that. That was probably my favorite part of the tragedy. Before we tie up this one, I would like to point out that this was directed by Robert Rodriguez, who, if you don't know, he directed the Spy Kids movies and oh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I didn't know that. Yeah, he. I I know him from Shark Boy and Lava Girl, unfortunately. But oh yeah, he, he does. He does a pretty good job directing the action. I know. He, I would have like, never thought. I know. I think he was he was a replacement. Like they originally had someone, and, and they couldn't do it, so he was like the replacement. 
but he did a good job. Yeah. I think the action was it was pretty. Oh yes, intense. I like the the part the parts where they're fighting and they're all trying to get up there to Grogu, and they're kind of like they're kind of like trying to work their way up to the top, and and they're all working together to try to keep them from um, Grogu and all that kind of stuff. My so one, I thought that was really neat. My one issue with this one is that I mean it's a minor thing, but. When I was watching it, it just seemed like the scenery, like wherever they decided to film it, that kind of bright, like it's uh, out west. Everybody on yeah, TikTok's going to. Yeah. It just yeah, it 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 was kind of off putting because of how kind of normal it looked. You know, it looked like they went to like somewhere in Arizona. Yeah, it's, and started it's literally. Yeah, it is. It's I think yeah. it's, I think you. It's literally out west in the like you can just you can drive there. So it that felt a bit distracting. Like it felt like a really good yeah, yeah, fan film or something. Like it it seemed like yeah, a very good like fan made like action Star Wars. It didn't feel movie. like an alien planet because I mean they yeah. I mean they didn't really use any CGI or anything for the background or or anything like that. And there was no buildings and stuff. Yeah, so that was a bit distracting. I did notice that while I was watching yeah. it. But I, that other than that, I think it's definitely also one of the more rewatchable ones because of just all the action. Um the action oh, is definitely get... the biggest part. Yeah. Cool episode. Definitely one of my favorites because of Boba Fett, of course. <laughs> okay. And now, without further ado, the final epi- the the final one of our top five, number one best Mandalorian episodes as decided by Campbell and Connor. Directed by Peyton Reed. Chapter 16, The Rescue, the f- season two finale. Surprise, surprise! I, I, you probably nobody. I mean, you probably would have saw this, seen this coming. It's not that crazy, but yep. I think it's just you want to hear. You go ahead. So Peyton Reed went from he's the director of Ant Man. Um, yep. He went from directing probably the worst one um, to the best one. I think this one, ugh, this one uh, is just a really, really, really solid ending to it all. And I think it definitely benefits from having a lot of like a lot of episodes building up to it yes um, there's a lot of good character stuff there's a big surprise at the end um which mm. kind of gives me shivers um this, the, and, dude that was the gag gave me that gave me chills okay well, we'll start from the beginning so obviously at this point they're going back to get grogu mm-hmm. um, they assembled the all, team they have the whole you know bo-katan and her other friends they, they got have, um Boba yes, Fett, yes. and then his like little sidekick, who's in the other, um, he was in like he was he was in she was in one of the season one episodes, you know the assassin lady. Oh, oh wait, yeah, do you remember she was in the gunslinger? Oh yeah, yeah, they I introduced her in that one, that. and then you're like, wait, why did they introduce her? And then she appears as Boba Fett's kind of indentured servant, like she's like yes, because he fixes her up, and then she's like, okay, I'm in your service now. So yeah, she's in it. Um. Uh, Cara Dune comes yeah. back. Yeah, so she's in, so yeah. He gathers the whole team. I thought that the um, the marshal from the first episode would be in part of the team, but I guess not. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when when it, when he wasn't, it, the fact that he wasn't in by the third to last episode, I kind of was able to tell that he wasn't going to be in it because like they weren't going to just throw him in there randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I think that the part where they're coming back. And they go to get him. And up until this point, one of the big things since meeting Ahsoka in chapter 13, oh, yeah. it's like, okay, are, who is the Jedi that's going to get Grogu? Because that's the big, I think that was the big thing that everybody was kind of waiting for. Mace Windu crossed my mind. 
I did not think um, Luke Skywalker. I didn't think that they would. I had no. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to be that blatant with it, which not necessarily, which is it's not a bad thing. And it makes the most sense. I thought they were going to bring back another. Yeah. People were even saying that they were going to, it wasn't, I don't, it wouldn't have worked because I don't think enough people would have known him, but they were talking about having um, the main character from Fallen Order come in, which oh. would have been cool to me because I know who he is, but he's, it's a little bit more lesser known than all the other ones because it's, it just, it wouldn't have worked as well. Mm-hmm. Who is another one I heard? Um, they were saying that they were going to have somebody, another, they were going to make um bring in somebody from Rebels. I was, I I was, was hearing just, things about. I actually thought it was just going to be Ahsoka coming back, but I mean, that probably no, because she said she wouldn't, she said she wouldn't train him. Oh, uh, I don't know then. I, I didn't expect Luke Skywalker. I heard I a lot of other things and my main uh, guess was Mace Windu, but then when they're fighting and there's that whole part, oh, that part at the end when you're on the edge of your seat, the, the the guy the um what do you call them the uh, well, dark the troopers dark, are trying yeah, to get they're in they're pound... do, 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 do. wait I, never mind I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and do the song um but they're pounding down the door and it's like oh, they're like held up in there and it's like what's gonna happen next and they've got what's his name they've got um Moff Gideon in there and there's that whole duel with the light the lightsaber and the oh yeah staff. well before that remember like there's a whole thing where it was like you have to kill the person with the dark saber oh like, yes you have to defeat them in battle and then you're so like you oh get they're it? gonna show down and i thought that they were i thought i thought uh book and mando yeah. were gonna like fight or or i don't know i didn't know what was gonna happen but then um, you know the dark the dark troopers are you know closing in and, and then, then they come like, in and then it's like and then they're like oh there's a there's a lone fighter coming in. And then they, when they said, I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. When they said that, I was like, no way, no way. It's not. Cause I seen everybody on, on online reacting and stuff to it. And I was uh-huh. like, no way, there's no way. And he was like, and they were like, they're like, it's an X wing. And they were like, Oh, one, th- just one, one X wing. And I was like, I was like, what, <laughs> what? And at that point I knew who it was. And then it cuts to that clip where you're watching on the security cameras and you see the doors yeah. open and then the hooded the cape, figure the hooded figure comes through and then the green like oh my gosh and then you kind of see his hand his like metal hand yes and then you know fly, and, and he's, he's going through and like oh i mean that was so, oh, amazing you never yeah so like you never really see remember how in rogue one that hallway fight scene with darth vader that was kind of the first time we really saw that's darth exactly vader. what i was about to say that's basically like, you, what yeah. you don't see him do a bunch of i mean in the because like the original trilogies with luke was he was always um, the original trilogies are kind of like based around traditional fighting styles with um, lightsabers because that was kind of what they had available at the time. They couldn't do all the major special effects to have them do flips and spins mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, the prequels was more of like a ninja kind of thing. Like you yeah. could tell that it was uh, based on like samurai kind of things. And then the sequels were hash and slash all over the place. I don't even There wasn't really much direction with that. Ray and Kylo. There honestly wasn't much. I mean, was there a lot of lightsaber? There wasn't really a lot Not of lightsaber. Really. There's that one in the the snow in Force Awakens. But like I said, it's kind of just swinging things around, and like there wasn't yeah. much direction with it. So this is the first time we get Luke doing the like, like Jedi yeah, a Master bunch of stuff. Yeah, like the stereotypical. I still think the prequels have the best lightsaber fight scenes. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. And it's, it's the first time you get something close to that with Luke and some of mm-hmm. these original characters like they did with, like you said, with Darth Vader and Rogue One. 
Um, yeah. So I think that was really neat to see him like that. And it's like, you really get to see him come into his own because now it's mm-hmm. been a couple years and he's like, really like he's fully mastered things. Mm-hmm. And he makes all these guys that are like, have become, it's so interesting because up until this point, these dark troopers have been the epitome, like the, the pinnacle, like these are their, the main, these are like, they've, they've met their match. Luke comes in and cuts it like hot butter. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's so funny. Cause it's like, they're like, if, oh yeah, it's the, the, the dark troopers. The oh dark God. troopers, and they're like trapped in there, and their dark troopers are coming in, and then Luke just comes in and does it, and just takes them out like nothing. And it's just yeah. funny because like this is not a conflict that would have occurred with the in the Skywalker saga or any with any Jedi because the Jedi would have made quick use out of yeah. them like nothing. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then he comes in, and it, and when he was when they weren't showing his face, I was wondering what they were going to do. Oh yeah, because I was I heard, like, are they I heard just not going to show his face? I heard rumors that they're going to have like a de-aged Sebastian or they would use Sebastian. Yes. I told you that. I told you that. You told me that. Okay. Yeah. I heard he looks, I mean, you guys. Okay. He does look Look, kind of similar. Look it up. Go online. Sebastian Stan Bucky. If just from winter soldier. Um, if you look up Sebastian Stan, Luke Skywalker, it is scary how similar they look. It is insane. Like especially you put deep fake stuff. The deep fake. Yeah, you give him a you do a deep. You barely even have to do a deep fake. You give him a wig and you take the facial hair off. He looks just like Luke. It's insane. But I think they ended up they ended up just doing de aged Mark or no? Did they do Mark Hamill? No, 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 no. They didn't do Mark Hamill. They did. Oh, they did um, like Princess Leia. Kind of like how they did Princess Leia in Rogue One. And they kind of slightly overlaid it. It was the same exact thing. It, it, again, I guess it didn't look bad. Everybody's all over. Everybody's like, oh, it doesn't even look. I mean. It was mad. I mean, it was it was acceptable. It didn't like, bother it, me. Yeah, it didn't bother me. I accepted it. So. I mean, it didn't. I wouldn't say that it looked just like him. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, you can get uh, Sebastian Stan. You don't need any effects, and he looks just <laughs> like it's so. It's guys, look it up. I'm serious. Um, but no, I think because they only needed to have that little part, and it, it didn't make it, was, it didn't yeah. bother me. Yeah, it was um, pretty minor. I think um, before we. Um, finish up with the worst episodes. I want. I have one more thing to say about this one. Um, and it kind of, it's kind of like a prediction thing. I want. We were talking about this. I wonder whatever happened with Grogu. Because I know if back. you, um, I'm talking long term. Oh yeah. Remember we were talking about this. So he takes know. in Grogu, and I wonder if that's like kind of the beginning of him making that like training thing that they talk about in the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker and stuff. Yeah, and then that's where Kylo Ren ends up being, like you know, turning. And, and I wonder if I wonder if he, if Kylo Ren killed Grogu. That'd be or kind of if Grogu escaped. I feel like Grogu would have escaped again, but I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. At that point, he maybe would be at oh, at least at Padawan level. Hopefully, he escaped. I don't want to. see I mean, that. that would be cool. I mean, it would be interesting if there was like some sort of confrontation between the two of them. That would be he, like escaped or yeah. something. Um, that would but I have a feeling that would be a connection yeah. there because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like that him finding Grogu would be a good segue into him making the uh, the timing would fit up you with mean him coming... training. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I think that would have been interesting to uh, to see what would happen with that in the long term. We probably wouldn't ever really get anything out of it because we've already seen the sequels, and there's really mm-hmm. no point in it's all it's all up to th- theories at this point. But it would have been interesting to hear what what happens with grogu mm-hmm. um do you but, think he'll return for the next season if they make one that would be neat that would be maybe cool. He's like a little if, bit old, maybe he's a tiny bit older 
Mm-hmm. But he has like the thing is they can't make him too much older because then uh, Mando will be like sixty years old. Because <laughs> like obviously because he's a he's um, I don't remember what the species is called, but he grows so much fast. He grows so much slower. Yeah. Um, but no, I'd be, I'm really interested to see where they take it um, after this. So but again, this episode ends with uh, them saying <laughs> the two worst. Oh, I oh, thought we were going to say this episode of the podcast. I thought we were going to Oh, no, 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 no. I was going to say uh, oh, okay, the go, episode go. of the show ends yeah, yeah, with, go. Uh, with uh, Luke saying, or uh, Mando having to say goodbye, and Luke takes him, and then Mando takes off his helmet um, as, like, one final, like, gesture. Yeah, he kind of did that a bunch this season, which kind of took away from the whole, like, I can't take but, the helmet off. But I think that's the point, because it's showing how, you know, as as he's... Oh, oh he's kind of breaking away Yeah, from, as like... As he's, um, yeah, as he's going on these adventures with uh, Grogu and, uh, you know, doing all this stuff with other people, he's kind of slowly breaking away from his, you know, rigid traditions and things like that, and he's kind of accepting this new, sort of, uh, yeah, you know, life, new life. I think I will say I, I noticed this. This is random, but in Chapter Four of the Sanctuary, Bryce Dallas Howard, the one where they go to that like, um, they protect that village. And he first meets the um, rebel. I mean, the the ex uh, like stormtrooper lady. Yeah, Caradine. Caradine. He takes his helmet off. He does. I don't remember that. When he's looking out, if you go back, when he's looking out at the kids and looking out at them playing with Grogu, he and he's eating or something. He takes. You see him look out over the balcony, and it's just showing like waist up. So you just see him put the helmet down on the sill of the window. Oh, I think I do remember that. I do remember that. And nobody. I don't think anybody made a big deal about it because that's like the first time he took his helmet off. Well, you we don't see his face though, but it's like, why would he do that at that point? And he's Not literally true. looking out. I, I thought that was a little bit strange, but still I meant, I saw that and I, I didn't even notice that the first time. And then he um, takes his helmet off um, when they're infiltrating that base. And then he has to do it so that they're not caught by that one dude. Yeah. They, Cause he has to use the face thing. Yeah. That was a cool um, episode. I, I like that one. They, yes. I did like that one too. There's so many episodes. We could have filled the all all of the other episodes except the two that we said are the worst, which we're gonna get into real quick. Mm-hmm. We could literally all of the other ones could be honorable mentions. They're all so good. Yeah. Um, so we get but, this final moment where uh, Mando and Grogu say goodbye, and then uh, Luke's like, "May the Force be with you," and then yes. the door's closed. Did you cry? Then, Did you cry? Um, I didn't cry. I didn't cry either. I didn't shed a tear. No. But... See, I have um a tendency to get. Uh, emotional watching certain things um but no this this one didn't really i mean it was i, I maybe i got a little bit it, it was sad but i didn't cry it was a little more it was um, satisfying i guess it was a little it was very it was satisfying and it wasn't it wasn't super sad i i, I didn't i don't think i i don't i didn't cry yeah yeah me neither but it, no but, it was very it was it was a it was sad but it was um, it was a touching moment it was a touching moment and i liked it um but yeah i i, I think a good conclusion to the Two seasons, I would say show, but I mean, I don't know. They might be going somewhere else. The whole things with rumors about Robert Downey Jr. and all that kind of stuff. I don't yeah. know. That makes me think they're making another season. We'll have to see. But anyway, we're not concluding yet. We're gonna just real quick. We're gonna just mention the worst ones. We're not gonna go deep dive into them because I know we're kind of we're going a little long. But we we'll ma- we wanted to make up for uh, not being with you guys for so mm-hmm. long. Um, worst episodes. Well, I'm just gonna just talk about both of them because I think we they, we have similar issues with both of them. Yeah. The Gunslinger and the Passenger. The Gunslinger was episode 
five, chapter five, directed by um, Dave Filoni. Um, and then the passenger was episode um, 10, right? No, uh, chapter 10. Yeah. Um, episode two of the second season directed by Peyton Reed, which our favorite episode and our worst episode, both directed by Peyton Reed. So I think our biggest, well, I mean, our, our problems are pretty similar, but for gunslinger, the character, the gunslinger guy who he meets with is kind of annoying or just not remarkable. Oh, yeah. And then nothing is this really, the one when they have to go on like the, the they go mission? back to Tatooine. Yeah. And then they had to like hunt down that assassin person. And then I was so boring. Yeah, it was it was pretty unremarkable, and the character. Like I didn't even. You could literally skip that episode. Yeah, you can. You can skip it, and you don't miss anything except for the introduction of the character who, um, you know, comes into servitude with Boba Fett. But yeah, but I mean, even then, I, I didn't even remember that she was in it because that's how unrememorable this episode is. Yeah, it's it's kind of a waste of an episode. So yeah, that's it just basically. Seemed, I, I remember watching that, and then when it got over, I was like waiting for something to happen, and then it ended, and I was yeah. like, um. Speaking of waiting for things to happen and then ending, chapter 10, The Passenger. My gosh, oh, yeah. this is so... <laughs> I hated this episode so much. I remember, because after The Marshal... Yeah, we were like, oh my, where's this going to I was go? like, wow, like, this happen? is so... What's going to happen next? Oh, um... Oh, we got this lizard frog lady who needs you to take her eggs to the... To across the galaxy. Oh, and it's like, okay. This will okay, so be, gonna... be a max trip of like 10 minutes in the episode. And then we're going to get back to... Seeing where he's going to take Grogu. Like maybe we'll learn 40, some new things about Grogu on the way. Five minutes later, and did they even? They did. They, they did. Okay, they did make it to the. This didn't span two episodes. This was a they, whole episode. They didn't even. No, they didn't even reach the planet by the end of the episode. Like oh no, they, they didn't. Yeah, they were just kind of floating in the oh, air. Oh my gosh, it was just. And then they there's that. The only salvageable thing about this was that they introduced like those two X-wing guys, which I thought were somewhat interesting. But that yeah, was right. it, and that was yeah. a tiny little. That was the only salvageable thing of it from this. Other than that, this is so boring. The weird we space spider, spiders, yeah, ugh, eating the. And then what's his baby Yoda was just actively eating this woman's unborn children, and like she's trying to, you know, she's trying to keep her like, her family lineage, and he's just destroying eating her, her children. So I, I just of, thought it was just so, I don't know, it was so random and it was just so boring. A little off-putting. It was, yeah, it was just a little off-putting. And then it is just, it, it was just not. Yeah, it kind of ends right where it begins and it's a waste of an episode. You don't get anywhere. Yeah. It, it, it takes you, takes you no, it doesn't take, and once again, you could probably, I mean, maybe not as much. You could maybe not skip this, even though it's worse probably than the, I don't know which one's worse. This one's worse because it's annoying, and then Gunslinger's worse because it's boring. You probably could, I mean, maybe you shouldn't skip this one because I feel like it's there's a little bit of a tie-in between episodes. It's not completely, I mean, he gets from point A to point B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, other other than that, it's just, I mean, whatever. It's, I was kind kind of, I, it's a waste. But I remember texting you, I was like, what the heck was that? I think this one, when I after I watched it, I was kind of concerned with like where this season would yes, head. Yes, it, it was very, it was very concerning because I was like, oh no, this better. Like, not is it going to be a lot of more side missions like the first one? So I mean, I saw a joke online. It was like a TikTok or whatever. I can't remember who it was, but he's like, "Oh, Mando, I've got a mission for you," and he's like, um, <laughs> he's like, uh, and then Mando's like, "Oh yes, uh, what's your mission for me? Are we going to be fighting?" Um, a, a, like a Sith Lord? Are we going to be 
going in no um well my wife she ran out of milk and we're going to need you to go run up to the uh the intergalactic grocery store and go grab us some milk and then and then it cuts and then it's like and then mando comes back and he's like all right all right sir i got your milk now and you told me that you give me a clue to where I can find, where I can take Grogu, and then it, they turn around and grow, and then they're like, "Oh, Grogu, you drank all the milk." <laughs> now you have to find some more milk on this other planet. <laughs> exactly, and like that was literally chapter ten. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing. So, but I, it they definitely redeemed it. Yep. So, anyway, um, went a little bit over, but in conclusion, great show. Um, Definitely recommend it. If you're listening now, you're you've seen it already. So just go tell your friends. Just do that, please. Mm-hmm. Just watch um, it. It's it's entertaining. If you if it's it's very good. It's very um, fun, action packed. There's emotion. There's there's just a lot of a lot of good stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where it goes in the future, where they take it. Um, oh, and the theme song next. is really catchy. We forgot. To oh my gosh, the theme song, the soundtrack. Soundtrack. Okay, we'll we'll close out with this. Ludwig um, Göransson, who did the soundtrack for um, Tenet and also for most popularly for Black Panther, the music for this season is it's so ethereal. I don't know about ethereal. I don't know if that's the word. Well, it's so um, I it's guess intense. Ac- and it's just memorable. And it's it's very memorable. It's well put together. It's just it, and he's got the highs and I think. Ludwig Gordonson, he does he does a great job with Black Panther's score too. He's got the highs and the lows. He can he can score an action sequence and he can score um, an emotional scene. It's all he's got a, he's got such a great range, and I think it's just a beautiful soundtrack. Um, beautiful, I mean, score. There's not really much of a soundtrack, yeah. but um, the score is just amazing. Great show all around. So, um, yeah. Well, we're we're glad to have we're glad to be back and we're glad to get things going again. Um, we have some plans for the future that we're excited about, and we hope that you'll um, stick with us even through thick and thin. <laughs> so and through technical errors. <laughs> with that being said, I'm Connor, and I'm Campbell, and you just wasted the last hour of your life listening to Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks. Please be sure to follow us on social media at The Real Real Geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know and we'll be sure to take a look.